Welcome to episode 11 of 500 Seconds to Joy. I'm your host, Stephanie. I'm so happy you're here today. I'm talking with Amy Eilers from House of Eilers. She is chatting about how her family went simple, embraced minimalism, and also limited screen time. If you are listening in real time, today, November 25th, 2019, is day one of the five-day No Screen November Challenge I am doing with Amy Eilers. So we're hosting this together. We'd love to have you join us. You can join by clicking the link in the show notes. So there's a link to join the daily email list, which means you'll get an email from me with screen-free alternatives for your family. And then also you can join the Facebook group, Going Simple with House of Eilers. And I will leave that link in the show notes as well. We'd love to have you join us. You can make this challenge whatever you want it to be. Completely give up screen time, limit it. Personally, I am looking at my phone only four times a day. And my family and I, we are not watching any TV or movies for the five days. So enjoy this conversation with Amy. Definitely sign up for that No Screen November Challenge. Thanks for listening, friends. Enjoy. Hi, everyone. I'm interviewing blogger Amy Eilers on the podcast today. So I love what she says about herself. She's a wife, a mother, daughter, friend, accomplice, baby wearer, lots of other things. Check out her blog to read more. So might I add, she's also really funny. She loves Jesus. She encourages moms and she's a natural born teacher. So welcome, Amy. I'm so Hello, how are you? <laughs> I'm good. How are you doing? Good. Good. So I'm really excited to have you here on the podcast today. You truly are one of my favorite people to follow on Instagram. Your unfiltered swipes um, and your stories, they're just so helpful. And those swipes, they're just, they're gold. I love the unfiltered swipe. <laughs> yes, I know. I know. I just like needed to bring some realness to Instagram. You know what I mean? Like sometimes it's just like too much. So. I definitely know what you mean because that's why so many people love it and other people mm -hmm. do it too because we just need to see, okay, just because this picture is pretty with the filter, let's see what it looks like without. <laughs> mm -hmm. Exactly. Yes. And so um, I'm really glad you're here, like I said, and I love to start by hearing a little bit about you and your family, having you introduce yourself to our lovely listeners, how you got started with minimalism and blogging, because I love your blog. Oh, thank you. I love that you said that I'm a natural born teacher because I've never thought of that before ever, but that's <laughs> kind of an interesting like take on me because I feel like half the time I'm just entertaining myself when I like put stuff out there, you know? But it's just so fun that it reaches people. Um, but yeah. I, yeah, I, um, well, I started with minimalism because um, I was a wife and a mom and I was working and I had two little ones at the time. Um, and then out of nowhere, kind of my husband got relocated for work. So we had to move three hours away. I had lived in the same town, little town my whole life, mm -hmm. like two miles from my parents. So it was like, hi you're getting thrown into like a whole nother world and um it was like super overwhelming and I think that was my way of trying to maybe just regain a little control 
um, mm-hmm. especially transitioning from working to staying home with two little ones. And I was 32 weeks pregnant at the time of the move and my husband was already relocated. So I was like organizing this whole move myself and working and all these kids. And it was like, just, I reached a breaking point. And that's when I kind of discovered minimalism and it just mm-hmm. kind of took off from there. That's yeah, that makes sense. And I think the idea of transitioning from working outside the home to then being a stay-at-home mom with multiple kids, very pregnant. I mean, you kind of do grasp at control and like wanting to have something that's your own. I know I definitely connect with that, with um, being a stay-at-home mom of two. For now, we definitely want more kids. And, um, you know, starting the podcast has really been my kind of creative outlet. Of course, I mainly chat with other moms, but, um, but it's something that's mine. So I, I feel like that I definitely connect with that, you know, that creative side mm-hmm. of yourself that gets to come out. Yes, exactly. And that's what the blog and, and Instagram and, you know, like the photography and the writing that goes into it. It's just a creative outlet. It's my own. I can just kind of tap into that space when I need like to zen out and have a little me time. Um, and it just like refuels me, you know? Yes, I do know what you mean. And, um, I'd love to hear more. I know that minimalism is definitely something that's talked about a lot. I think a lot of moms, um, people in general, and moms try to strive for it, you know, just creating a pretty space, not making it so overwhelming with all the toys everywhere. Um, So what have you found in terms of your own life? what's so great about it. I mean, we all kind of know, but I'd love to hear what you have to say about what's so great about it and how it's, you know, positively impacted your yeah. motherhood. Um, for me, life itself can just be, especially when you have like kids back to back to back at this age. And I think it's maybe just so in this season of motherhood with like the younger ones, you know, I haven't obviously been to that season where they're older and they're all in school and or even the teenage years, but this season where you're so in your own environment, um, life can get so chaotic. Um, And for me, it was realizing like life is made to be chaotic. It's made to have peaks. It's made to have valleys. Um, There's nothing I can do to change that. But what I can change is my home and I'm the gatekeeper of my home and I can make it a place that I love. I don't have to live, um, you know, in the chaos of like the physical clutter. Um, so realizing that and kind of filtering out the noise and the, and the chaos and the nonsense that I didn't really need in my home, that's when I really discovered like my true love for like my family and being a mom. And it was, it took a couple years to get there in motherhood for me. The first two or three years, I was just so like lost and drowning in it. Um, mm-hmm. And it wasn't until I got a real grasp on like, this is what it's about, that I could like clear out the the excess and like focus on what really matters. I love that message. And I think all of us people in general and moms in particular, we just want to enjoy our time, right? We yes. want to, yeah, you know, live life, not be spending all our time managing all our stuff and being stressed out by looking at the mess. And, but I do like that you said life has this element of chaos to it because I think you can also swing the other way where you end up spending your whole day, even if you have less stuff. I mean, stuff is going to be taken out when you have kids. So um, Mm -hmm. you could spend your whole day like picking up after them. And I like 
that you've talked about this on Instagram, how you have those set kind of cleanup times. And so Mm -hmm. you're not spending your whole day cleaning up. um, And it takes you, what, five minutes to clean up? Oh, yeah. Yep. But I don't spend all day, um, like, chasing them around. I don't know. I think this was from Joanna Gaines, like, book Magnolia, um, that I got that idea where she was, like, she spent all of her motherhood, um, early motherhood, picking up after the kids, picking up after the kids. And it's not because you want that perfect home. It's just because the chaos overwhelms you. Um, Mm -hmm. And so she decided, like, you just set that time and you rest the, the entire day. You let your kids live and be and create. And, um, you know, of course, I encourage them, like, hey, you might want to pick that up before you move on to your next activity, but I don't sweat it if they don't. Um, Mm -hmm. Just resting, knowing that I have those built-in times where we will reset the home has eased my anxiety as a mother so much. Um, And that's, like, one of the things I love to share because I do get so much feedback that, like, that helps people in their anxiety in their own homes so much. So that's a really helpful tool for sure. That is helpful. And um, I think you know, in terms of this kind of segues into my next question, which is about that, the feedback you get. And is that why you started your Facebook group? So you have the Going Simple with House of Islers Facebook group, and it has more than 600 members. That is awesome. And, you know, can you share what do you think has resonated with so many people um, in terms of the idea of going simple? And um, what does everyone share in the group? And, and just, I'm curious how this came about because it's a big group and it's obvious yeah. that more people want to go simple. Like it's really tapping into a, a need and desire with all these people who have joined your group. Yeah. Um, so when I started, you know, the whole minute, like my journey in minimalism about like two years ago, um, it was just minimalism. Like that's what it was called. It was very like stringent. There were like, three or four heavy hitters and they each had their own set of rules. Um, And you kind of almost had to like pick your favorite and go with them was the kind of the way it felt for me. Um, Mm -hmm. And I'm just, that's not how I've ever been. I'm kind of a plucker by nature. I, I feed into like, I'll do some research. I'll grab what works for me and I leave the rest. Um, So as I evolved in the process and the lifestyle, um, I started putting it out there on Instagram and I was just getting feedback from moms. And so much of it was like, how do you do this with little kids? Like it's so impossible. And I just felt such a conviction to share my real experiences with like these crazy little munchkins running around me all day (laughs) long. But yet, you know, I'm trying to find my space and I'm trying to find where I belong and I'm trying to make this house work. Um, And I realized that the term itself, and I'm a communications major, so like vocabulary and narrative are very big for me. Um, I think that's how, you know, we build our surroundings is by how we speak of them. Um, Mm -hmm. And using the term minimalism for me was too stringent. It was too strict. But just calling it what it is, we're just simplifying. We're going simple. Um, Really spoke to me. And I just had this conviction on my heart. And every time I would kind of try to brush it under the rug, or make it go away, um, I'd get, you know, a DM from somebody like, thank you so much for sharing. Um, or, you know, I'd do a devotional and it was like God screaming in my face, like, share what, share your passion, you know, share what's working for you. Um, and I decided it was like the end of the month and I would do October was coming around and I'm like, next week, I'm just going to start a challenge. And I'm like, if only five people join, 
hey, it's five people that, you know, hopefully will make some progress. So it kind of just took off and it's been really, really, really exciting for me. It is exciting. And, you know, I'm glad you said challenge because as some of our listeners may know, and if um, you're listening in real time, this episode is being released on the first day of the challenge you and I are co-hosting. So it's the five-day No Screen November challenge starting on Monday, November 25th. And it's just, you know, the week of Thanksgiving, getting intentional, turning off the screens for ourselves as parents and for our kids, um, particularly, you know, TVs and movies, but uh, TV and movies. But we can also add in an element of, um, you know, reducing time on our phone. Um, But so anyway, we're running that in your Going Simple Facebook group, which I'm really excited about. Um, And so now we're going to kind of segue to talking about screen time. And I love how much you share in the Facebook group, um, on Instagram. It's really helpful to get ideas. And I think that's the cool thing about social media is, of course, it can be a black hole. You can get sucked in and spend too much time on there. But also when you are intentional about who you follow, you can get inspiration. Mm -hmm. And so you're sharing your just day-to-day mom life of how you've gone from, you know, your journey from daily screen time to lots Mm -hmm. of screen free time now. And I would love to hear about that journey. And I know our listeners would love to hear too, especially as we're doing this challenge together. And we, you know, I know I would love to hear and the listeners would love to hear about the benefits you've seen in your family and um, yeah, just how, how this has all sort of come about this less screen time. Yeah. Um, when I started realizing I needed to make a change for my family, um, because I mean, as the mother and the wife, you kind of set the tone in your home, um, Mm -hmm. or at least in our experience in our home, Mm -hmm. um, I transitioned to that stay at home mom role. And at that point we were screened, um, as soon as the sun came up and we got out of bed, the screen hit on Disney channel was on or PBS kids. And it was like one or two hours in the morning. And then when I was working, I would get home from work. The screen would be on while I would try to, you know, make dinner and and calm the chaos so I could like get things in order and get them ready for bed. Um, we were probably at like three or four hours a day of screen time. And the thing about this is, and I feel so strongly to, to disclaim this, is I have zero judgment towards screen time because I've lived through almost six years of motherhood and I know like we are just doing all doing the best we can to get by but this is just my personal journey um what happened for me was there were a couple things I realized that my children or my primarily my first child because she was like three or four at the time um she was having some really bad behaviors and it was all screen oriented um she was having um signs of dependency on the screen signs of addiction and withdrawal Um, If I took the screen off or the tablet away, it was like an epic meltdown. And it would be to the point where my husband and I would look at each other and be like, is she okay? Like, is this normal? Or is this something we need to seek? Like, you know, talk to a doctor about like, you know, it was just so overwhelming her reaction to turning the screen off that um, it was like, I need to do something different here. Um, And then the other main thing for me was realizing that I was turning the screen on instead of mothering my kids. 
Um, and mm. what I mean by that was, like, it, times would get get hard. Maybe the siblings would fight or maybe one of them was fussy or tired or having a hard time in a moment. And instead of sitting with them in that moment and working through those emotions and teaching and coaching and parenting and mothering them, I would turn the screen on. Because one, I didn't know how or what to do to parent them. But two, it was so overwhelming for me to see those strong emotions in them that I just defaulted to like distraction. Um, Mm -hmm. And once I had that realization, um, I realized in order to be the mom that I wanted to be, I had to make that change for my children. Um, But then, you know, now we're two years into lesson screen time and it's just been such a crazy drastic change in our children. Um, You know, you hear people say like, my kids have all these toys and they don't play with anything. And it's like, I would look back on pictures and I, or videos and I would see my daughter's like two or three years old and there's toys all around her on the floor, but she's staring at a screen. Um, and that's one of the things like I hate looking back and seeing because it's like my daughter wasn't living. She was just absorbing. Um, mm-hmm. And now, you know, we, we look back through family photos of the last two years and our kids are living, they're playing, they're interacting, they're making memories. There's like life in their faces. And it's just such a, drastic contrast in our kids just in those last two years that you can see like they're just like living life now instead of just like letting it pass by um, and that has been such a big motivator for me for, to share it with others wow yeah I would agree a hundred percent because we have reduced screen time in our home because of the behavior issues. And I know exactly what you're mm-hmm. talking about with the withdrawal and, you know, the crazy tantrums. And of course, toddlers yeah. have tantrums about everything. You know, when you do something they don't like, you know, oftentimes mm-hmm. they have those yeah. big emotions, totally normal. But I, I know what you mean about having it be like that extra looking at, you know, looking at your spouse, like, whoa, what is happening? Yeah. This is scary. And yeah. You know, I have a similar experience in our home where I kind of realized that, yeah, I was letting the TV sort of be the mom. And again, no judgment. This is a guilt-free zone mm-hmm. because, yeah. oh, for sure. you know, yeah, we're all trying to do our best, but I think it's helpful to share, I guess, the transformation because it mm-hmm. gives someone else hope like, okay, Maybe there is a different way. Maybe I could tweak a few things. Um, Mm -hmm. And just kind of one example from this past week is gearing up for this, you know, no screen November challenge. I've been really thinking about when I turn the TV on and when my three-year-old asks for it, I sort of distract. Like lately I've been distracting like, oh, let's go over here and do this. And I think what I've kind of noticed is that she often wants to turn the TV on when I'm not engaging with her as much as I should. Mm -hmm. So that's Mm -hmm. kind of like a check for me or a wake up call that, Oh, she needs some attention from me. Like her, Mm -hmm. her attention tank is getting empty and she wants to fill it up with some screen time. So that's just something that I've noticed in my own home. Isn't Amy amazing? That's it for part one. Tune into part two soon. Subscribe to the podcast so you know when it comes out. Thank you so much for listening. Definitely sign up for the five-day no-screen November challenge, and I will talk with you soon. Bye for now. Bye.